right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another League podcast. Uh, last one, I didn't really say uh, who was on the podcast, I don't think, or, or I kind of did it. So so we're going to do that this time. I am your host, Patrick Scarzard Scarborough, and uh, this is a preseason podcast. Expect some preseason-y topics. And I've got uh, some, some, some big names and then one uh, incredibly obscure name. Uh, it's, it's quite difficult to pronounce. Oh, God, is that me? No, no, it's not you. All right, we have uh, Joe Fearless Greylock. Uh, the what lead system something? Do you have a title? Does that matter? I mean, yeah, you were the, most of the way there. I oh, yeah. designed some things. All right, yeah, yeah, lead system designer for for the game <laughs> systems team. Thank thank you for coming, Joe. Uh, we have we have the uh, the lord of of all gameplay. I think is the thing head of something lead uh, designer, lead gameplay designer, lead gameplay designer Andre Von Roon, also My known phone. as Meddler, uh, also known as the only one who posts on the forums anymore. <laughs> uh, and then Oof. standing in for the champion update team, uh, we have just can you say your name and riot name i don't want to oh okay. not that i can't i don't want to <laughs> thank you uh so i am john gosicki and my riot name is riot me 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 he's had, counting on I'm his fingers on right hand. now I'm, to figure I'm out i'm really many. sad you have to look down at your hand how many knees is it <laughs> and to know your own name well i need to point at each finger to remember what numbers <laughs> you've what. assigned them all a yes. me 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 not me meme Correct. No, no, there's no yeah. memes going on. Not in this memes. So it's right, meme, it's, meme. It's meme. Anyways, meme, you're meme, here, meme. guys. Here, anyways, John Gosicki, senior QA analyst, standing in for Static, who is busy breakdancing. I, I have like to expect, 14. How are you, you know, senior? doing something else. I know, yeah. <laughs> and senior citizen as well. Stop making fun of him. Anyways, uh, so so we are here to talk about preseason. A lot of the videos are coming out right now. Uh, you know, we have the uh, the champion videos. The uh, I mean, th this I believe is going to air after the whole damn thing comes out. So, uh, so let's just talk about what we know about it right now. Andre, kind of uh, kick us off with a little bit of the you know, what are we hoping to do with this update? Is there a specific game state we're trying to cause and kind of lead us into the whole? What's the overview? So with preseasons, we've generally got a couple of things we're focusing on each time, and also just a bunch of things that it's the right time of the year to do. You know, ranked is down, there's no pro play going on or not much. And so it's the good time to do sort of disruptive things, even if they're not necessarily re related to our big themes. Mm. Uh, assassins is probably our biggest focus here. Looking at both kit changes to a number of assassins, some large, some small, and some changes to assassin items as well, designed to sort of serve their needs without being, you know, as heavily stolen by other classes or as problematic in that regard. Yeah, we have the assassin ones happening. Uh, I mean, but... So, uh, I mean, we, we also have stuff to, like, stealth. We also have some changes to kind of the jungle. Do those fit into kind of like a big bucket for you? Or, or is there, you know, what's kind of the desired outcome? What's something you want to see players doing after this preseason is out for a couple weeks that you don't think they're maybe doing as much right now? Yeah. Uh, so for the assassins, the stealth stuff does indeed tie in with the assassins. Um, what we're sort of hoping there is, frankly, to have assassins we, we think are better for the game. You know, they're healthy, they're easier to balance. And so we can put more power into those guys rather than, sometimes often having to sort of nerf them down a lot, as we've done done so in the past. Yeah. Um, the jungle, by contrast, is more uh, trying to get both single target and AoE junglers uh, going on sort of set of changes. Yeah, I want to start talking about the jungle here, and then, of course, uh, plants, as, as I think is kind of on everyone's mind. We can just kind of dive right into it. Uh, I, I think, you know... Everyone's like, oh, every year you guys change the jungle. And then I, like, you know, get, like, the anime head throb, like, anger because, like, we didn't change the jungle last year. And people are like, but you added Rift Herald. I'm like, that's not the jungle, nope. really. That's a different thing. Anyways, but, but you know, we are back to our old ways. 
of kind of changing the jungle. And there is a lot going on, right? There's there's this, there's the smite rewards uh, being removed or the yep. smite bonuses, right? You know, we, we have the addition of plants. And so, you know, I kind of posed to you, Joe, the same question that I had for Andre, which is like, what is what is the goal? What is the thing you want people to be doing or, or kind of feeling in this new season in 2017 when they're jungling? Right. So on the jungler front, there was a lot of focus on can we make junglers that used to really have a lot of kind of dynamic routes and like building a route was a big part of your early game skill expression. Um, can we get some of that back? Because uh, as, as the person who built Smite Rewards, uh, I probably should own up to the fact that we really crippled that in a lot of ways. Can you can you tell me, like, what do you mean when you say you crippled it? Uh, right. So also also probably not the best word choice. Uh, it, you're we, you're married to it now. Yeah. We, Joe crippled <laughs> Greylock. Actually, you probably shouldn't oh, do that. No. Let's, let's not go there. Edit, edit, please. Uh, <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. In what way do you right. think that they... Uh, so I think, yeah, what do you mean? I think we really damaged um, the ability to take a champion and say, where does this champion want to start? Do something different than other champions. Um, Smart Wars kind of put you into two camps. Are you someone who wants Gromp or are you someone who wants Krugs? And we generally tune the entire jungle around those two starts. Um, add on top of that that most junglers are going to start uh, outside of competitive, wherever their ADCs can give them a leash. Mm. And a lot of the jungle solves out really fast. Um, I think I, I, we didn't talk enough about the, kind of those detrimental effects. And... On some degree, it's really fun to have a system that you can solve that hard and just know, like, cool, I'm good at this. I don't have to worry about it ever again. Yeah. Like, minute the, one, you're like, oh, I'm Shivana, so I'm going to run this path, and I will never think about another path. Right. Yeah. And especially, like, for the whole season, that's kind of all you had to know. For two years, that's kind of all you had to know. Um, and while there's the upside of, like, this feels great, um, it also means that by the time you've played 500 games of that jungle, you might start realizing this is really cookie cutter. I don't get to do anything different per champion. They're like, There's very few inputs going into that system, and it definitely doesn't meet our goals for what the jungle could be providing when it comes to different approaches to strategy and having different champions feel meaningfully different in how they approach the game. So so I want to stop you on something that you said right there, and and... Uh, John, I promise I will come to you in a moment, but not now. <laughs> That's I, just, all right. I, I wanted to get him ready and then and then just set him down again. No, well, you see, you know, you talked about like, oh, you know, there is some value to having a system that you can kind of solve right up front. You see it, and you're like, oh, awesome. And then, but then you you know, you're like, oh, maybe 500 games, a thousand games, and it starts to feel cookie cutter. And I think that's kind of a phrase that you know players have used to with kind of a negative connotation for for a while. And so, Andre, like, are we just against? things solving i, I want to get your take on this thing right because i think there are some who would argue well you're never gonna make something that's unsolvable right and so you know are you just going to change the mastery are you just going to change the jungle every time it gets solved or like how, how do you feel about that yeah we don't want to get into change for the sake of change but at the same time we really want there to always be something something further for you to master or learn mm. um and lane that tends to work really well because you're constantly playing against you know another person you know, they're pushing you, they're challenging you, sort of shaking up how any given interaction over, whether it's CSing or trading or whatever happens. Um, the jungle, by contrast, we've seen often sort of solved down to a, here's how I farm it, and here's the times at which I gank. Yeah. Um, we have done a lot of work on the jungle over the years, 
trying to get it to a state where there's effectively ongoing choice. You've got those sort of series of trade-offs of which camp do I want to do now? Where do I want to go next? Yeah. Rather than a, here's my optimal farming pattern to get to level seven on Nidalee before the mid lane is six. That's sort of level of problem. Mm. Okay. So 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 we're taking a lot of that stuff out, right? Or, or, or in your words, or, are we changing it? Or, or how, how is right. that going to be affected moving into 2017? Right. So pulling the smart rewards out pulled out some of the elements that were really, I think, creating some of the really concrete and surface level optimizations that were uniform for every champion. Every champion was going to kind of get the same out of those buffs. Yeah. What are you thinking? Uh, Could you give me an example? Oh, oh right. Like, like, basically, if you value your auto attacks more than AoE damage, you're going to go to Krugs, and then the optimal route is almost always some mixture of Raptors, Scuttle, and Red, and then you go gank. Because most of those champions also don't care that much about mana. Um, yeah. to, to paint a very broad brush. Mm-hmm. Um so pulling some of that out and then putting in these camps that have a number of different tests that your champion can either be good at, you can overcome with stats or execution, um, and making these tests change up a lot based on your champion characteristics. Um, that was a big focus of the changes that we did post Smite Rewards with the like six Raptor camp. And the yeah, they got busy over over by mid lane. There's that a was, lot of them now. There's a lot um, of action over in the Raptor camps. And the difference you get between different champions and especially different starting jungle items can be pretty dramatic, right? If you take uh, Master Yi with Machete into that camp, you might have some flashbacks of the Murder Beaks. Um, if you take Shivana or Amumu with Talisman in there, you might heal off that camp. Right. Um, and being able to have that level of difference where your route decisions can really have a a meaningful impact, um, and then making each camp worth more in the early game, it means those early routes can really change up your gank timings, your health and your clear, your clear speed, and hopefully will make these different junglers feel meaningfully different between each other. I mean, hopefully this also makes it a bit easier for us to make multiple junglers, viable, types of junglers in particular, viable as well. The, yeah. You know, the AoE versus a single target trade-off is something we've often seen sort of solved down to a moderate AoE damage, decent early CC, and cool, your Rex are your Lisa and your release. That's all you need. If you're yeah. not one of those, you're failing. Yeah, it gives us some leverage to pull up or nerf people. Um, or classes of people. Yeah, yeah, whole classes of champions in ways that before it's like, yeah, we could make Gromp worse, but then we, like, it hits so many people that it's not actually effective. Okay, so so I want to get into plants, uh, but... But I'm gonna I'm gonna activate the Gosuki here for a sec because because you know I'm looking over at the table and I see you guys who've you know worked so hard on on plants and I, I you know I kind of feel like I know what you're gonna say but I actually want to ask you uh, kind of at the start because I uh, I I kind of just got back into playtesting again because now that everything is kind of reaching its form form uh, formative state. It's forming. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the hell. Uh, it, it is close to done. It's about to go out. <laughs> okay. And I want. Because I had no idea what you were saying. Yeah, before yeah, yeah. That. yeah that's not what formative means. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, well. Yeah, look, man. So, <laughs> it's it's been a long day. Uh, but anyways, uh, I just got back into playtestings because things are getting close to done. And you know, I wanted to say, like, what is this going to be like? Like, what am I going to want to spend my first 10, 15 games on live spamming? What dumb build do I want to use? And I found that they weren't actually that intrusive they actually were just kind of hanging out like one time i cleared a word off of the scryers thing and i thought it was pretty cool gosiki i know you participate in a lot of the playtests, and, and i know your focus is usually on 
the Assassins or whatever Champion Update project is. As another, uh, we'll call you a high-level player of the game. <laughs> Thank you for that. How do you feel about them? Like, what what has your impression been of them kind of from start to finish? Uh, I was slightly confused about them at first. Like, I didn't know what these things were coming out of the ground um, and how to play around them. But as games went on, um, I started making intentional plays. Like, I distinctly remember a game where I was playing Bard, I tunneled through Dragon Wall and then knocked someone back into my team using the Blasting Cone. I'm like, this is the coolest thing I've ever done in my life. I want more of these in my life. Um, so over time, over the past couple of months, they've really just become a natural part of our playtest where we don't think about them as like, oh, this new experimental thing. It's just, this is League of Legends now, and this is how I'm going to have fun. Okay. So, so taking that right you know then now now i want to be clear you know because people are gonna be like oh you asked a rioter his opinion on plants or something right it's like you know we have been playing with plants for so long right you know and, and there was definitely a lot of initial kind of friction when people are like uh you know what are they happening and of course you guys are making a ton of iterations right mm -hmm. there was like where are they spawning how many of them can spawn what do they even do right there's so many different effects um so we, we kind of went live with it, and we showed it to players, and I think there were a lot of concerns that kind of came up, you know, some of them that were pretty valid, like, oh, or, is this just going to help bad players who get lucky, right? You know, RNG, things like that. Uh, Joe, you've made a lot of iterations, uh, you know, your team, rather, shout-outs to Mark Sassenrath, mm -hmm. you know, uh, to, to kind of change and react to a lot of that initial perception Um how do you think the plants that go live are going to be different from maybe some of the fears that people had initially? Yeah, I mean, I think we did a lot of tuning, and it's worth calling out, like, the plants we showed first, and you can argue if this was smart or not, were, like, our crazy push into, like, what do these look like when they are spawning everywhere at high frequency in a lot of crazy places? We'd come off an iteration that was very conservative as a proof of concept of like can plants exist we had this very conservative version We're like yeah this is pretty cool let's go crazy with it see what it looks like when we go nuts and then we scaled back pretty hard in terms of a lot of the the spawn points the frequency made sure they feel more predictable um and actually we saw the internal feedback which had also gone into the like what the hell are you doing territory mm. from some of our like big critics on playtest um we had people who were like, plants are the greatest thing in the universe, switch to like, I don't understand what these do anymore when they spawn in so many different locations. Scaling back to, I think, the like greatest hits of plants locations, <laughs> yeah, the, getting the their time. Yeah. I will always think of that. I like now every time I destroy one of the plants, I'm like, this was a greatest hit. This was, this one made it. Well, sometimes it will be, and sometimes it will like we are still also trying to strike the balance between how often should these things be in a spot where there's some big play to make and how often can these just be oh i got to hop over that wall Small during moments. my route yeah mm. um because we think there's a good mix of both that's that's probably right and we're still doing a lot of tuning there to get that i think a couple of things to add there yeah um, i think the first one is these these are still work in progress absolutely yeah, the entire preseason. Yeah, for a few patches, it's pretty work in progress. As with anything else, we'll keep iterating on plants. Um, I think one of the other uh, big sort of misconceptions that our initial, initial messaging didn't get across so well is how sort of frequent and big a deal these things are. Yeah, you know, they're not they're not something you interact with. You know, every thirty seconds that are popping up randomly all over, all over the place. Say, hey, every couple of minutes, here's an option if you want it. 
Yeah. How do, you want, like, how do you want to make use of this? Yeah, it's not like Elder Dragon spawns on a 30-second cooldown and everyone has to rush to get it. I, I think... I thought I, you've been playtesting. That's... <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> We're spoiling mid-season already. <laughs> Elder Dragon plants, ship it. No, I, I think I think someone uh, likened it to, uh, you know, I, it's not a podcast if I, if I don't talk about Smash Brothers at some point. Uh, but no, like, it, you know, when, when there's a lot of item frequency in a game like Smash Brothers, you're like, oh, we're having this kind of cool test of skill, and then a bomb drops in the middle of this thing, or the beam sword comes up, and it's like, oh, well, like, do I really want my game to be decided by a thing showing up right kind of at the nick of time where it sounds like, you know, a lot of the iteration that has been made is saying, well, no, you know where they're going to spawn pretty generally. You mm -hmm. have a good idea, you know, like, oh, the ramps are going to have this, the river's going to have this, there's a lot of rules, and, and you know, kind of the nuances of that stuff will play out. Does that feel correct? Generally, guys? yeah. It should be more, here are your cards, how do you want to use them? Right. Rather than a, yeah. here's a roll of the dice, here's what happened to you. So yeah. I think I think the natural extension of the plants conversation, though, is a little bit larger uh, Andre, which is, you know, uh, uh, some people, you know, you basically had critics, I feel like, who were like, oh, plants are bad and I don't want them. And we're like, okay, let's try to find out why and see if we can't address the underlying concerns. And then there were a lot of people say, hey, this seems neat. It seems like it's a well-made thing. You know, I trust you guys, but I didn't ask for this, right? Like, why are you putting something like this in the game? And so I want to know, you know, uh, I kind of your feelings as someone who is kind of the lead designer of of so many of these different design teams right it's like technically people didn't ask for gin right like people didn't ask for for some of our reworks right and so and so it feels weird what do you think like where do you think that feedback comes from when people see it and they're like why didn't you give me something i wanted you know is that what we should be doing is that not what we should well, be doing i think our work should probably be a mixture of addressing current problems and you know investigating new opportunities Plants very much being an, an opportunity rather than a problem. You know, we can point to, say, uh, dragons in the past as just not being valued, both a problem to solve and something we could make cooler. Plants as a new system, by contrast, you know, being a chance to potentially add something better to the game. To talk a little bit about what drove that, um, we've sort of been feeling that something we really like about League of Legends is the range of different skills and tests. You know, you're rewarding your, your knowledge of the game, your speed of mechanical mastery, your ability to coordinate with your team, that sort of thing. Um, and that we've been a little bit short on, or at least would like to provide more opportunities for sort of adaptive play. You know, here's, a, here's an opportunity, how do you want to make use of it, that sort of thing. As opposed to how optimal can you get your jungle sort of clear path down. Mm. Um, plants as a result have been an exploration into, is this a good way to provide those sort of skill tests? Yeah, I think um, plants. This is <laughs> potentially a dangerous comparison, but uh, but I, I, I I've been playing a lot of Hearthstone uh, in the last couple months, and I think almost in any gaming community, I feel like that I've been a part of or that I've seen, you have a wide spectrum of players who say, "No, I want everything to be predetermined. I want to have full command and make sure that when I make a play, it was one hundred percent something that I was able to calculate." And then you have people on the other end who are saying, like, I actually like constantly changing variables because I think my skill is how well I can adapt to them, right? And so it's interesting because you have, you know, people whose decks are like, my win condition is I just want to run you out of cards, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I will literally respond formulaically to everything that you do. And then you have some people who play, like, the rogue deck that steals cards from your opponent. You're like, I don't know what I'm going to get, but I'm going to do something really cool as I get that, right? And I feel like in some way plants has been kind of, 
mimicking or mirroring a lot of those discussions, which is, you know, people are like, well, if I can predict them, I like them. And some people are like, no, I never want them. I always want it to be like, did I flash Q on Lee Sin? Not was this blast cone in play? Do you think do you think a lot of this just because it's a new system? And, and if so, do you think new systems are always going to be met with some level of like pushback? I think new systems will generally be met with a, yeah, actually a fair degree of pushback because they have to prove themselves. And that mm. makes a lot of sense. Super on board with that. Um, I think also figuring out the right amount and style of randomness or lack of for any game, you know, League of Legends included, is pretty important here. Um, I actually find the Hearthstone comparison really interesting here. You know, I've also been playing a, a moderate amount. And there's some randomness in there that's not... All the tinfoil and, like, typings, they're like, they're trying to make it into Hearthstone. No way. <laughs> not in the slides. They're recording during BlizzCon. What is happening? Uh, yeah. If it counts for anything, I don't play Hearthstone. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Um, cool. I think there's, there's some randomness in Hearthstone that's not to my personal taste. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a card game with randomly shuffled cards that you draw at random from your deck, and that's really core to the experience I want from that game, and it's still competitive with that in there. You know, yeah. Same way Magic is. Yeah. So figuring out Good random versus bad random, basically. Yeah. I, yeah, for the I, game. I want to come back to that in a bit, but I want to make sure that John doesn't fall asleep. John, I feel like, you <laughs> know, we're going to get you engaged, buddy, no, no, because uh, now... John, do you play Hearthstone? Yeah. Uh, no, not for like three okay, years. Okay, and are yeah. we good now? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> now, now the adults can go back to talking. No, uh, I, I think you're older than me, actually, is the thing. Yes, well, I actually, I am more of an adult than you, so I'm fine uh, with that. I don't agree with right. that statement. Right. <laughs> uh, anyways, Assassins. Um, so... You know, a lot of people may not know uh, out there, you know, because, I mean, you, you mostly kind of stay behind the shadows. You feel more of a producer role. You know, you try to help the team kind of, you know, get a lot of their stuff done on a day to day. But um, you have been a part of this team for quite some time. Yeah, I've actually done every class update that we've shipped so far. Juggernauts, Marksmen, Mages and now Assassins. So so in your eyes, tell me, what do you think the team has learned moving to assassins, right? Because, I mean, I feel like I could name some of them, but I want to know, like, from someone who's been internal to the team and you spend a lot of time with the developers there, you know, like, what do you think they're going to get out of assassins that that we haven't really done before? Uh, I think we've noticed over the class updates that when we really get a thematic win with a champion like Darius, the class update really hits harder than with other ones, whereas, like, hmm... Sometimes when we don't take as much of a heavy-handed approach to the champion, they don't succeed as well. Um, so with the assassins, we're like, let's target four characters and really, really drive home who these characters are as assassins rather than just, I jump on your face and blow you up in one second. Mm. Okay. So, and, and you, we do have a bunch of others as well, like the uh, the six kind of minor assassins that we, you know, we've kind of split them for 10 total. Uh, you mentioned about that kind of thematic resonance, mm -hmm. right? You know, that idea that like, oh yeah, Darius, you know, building up to executing you, that seems like the perfect thing, right? Yep. That's, that's like exactly what it is. Where do you see that succeeding best within the assassins like like which which one of these do you feel like is like that is the bar for me uh personally and i feel like everyone is thinking this i really really love talent as soon as uh stosh got talent jumping over walls i'm like you you win yeah. i don't i don't know what more we can he's do he's no longer classes. just hooded blade man yeah right you like found a thing oh yeah i i was so stoked to see what we could do with that and then um leblanc as well it's just like the idea that there are these different fantasies within assassins that we've never really executed upon, like the person that comes at you from the shadows, or the person that leaps over a building and kills you in one hit, like it, they've like been there kind of in people's minds, but we've never really brought it out. And so the fact that players can now feel that way through the Blanc, through the mind games that you're going to play with her, 
through parkouring over walls. Like that's a really really cool thing. Yeah, I think uh, there, there's actually a, a little bit of a story here with Talon that I think not a lot of people may know, which is uh, I, t- I was talking to Stosh, you know, mm-hmm. his, his developer, I and mean, I was like, Stosh, like, where the hell did this thing come from, right? Because sometimes, yeah, I think, like, the little Blanc you brought up, it's it's kind of a no-brainer. You're yep. like, she's a deceiver, she tells you that, she's tricky, and then she doesn't do anything really tricky. So, so you know, when Hairlash is like, oh, here's, the, I'm going to create a clone from all across the map, you're like, oh, my God. Juke potential, oh, so many mind games, sounds great, right? But then Talon is a dude that, like, I think a lot of people would agree he didn't have a thing to call his own, but then why the hell jumping over walls? And Stosh, you know, he, he was talking about when when he kind of studied a lot of the Talon players and what they were doing, right? It's like Boots of Mobility is, like, a, like a much higher purchase on him than almost any of our other characters, right? Like, you know... Talon players don't like to lane that much, is what I found, and 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 as as kind of a Talon dabbler myself, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll rank the lane a, a couple times, but I do want to just run down bot lane, or I do want to run up to top lane, right? Like he's always there, right when you think he's not going to be, and so that element of roaming that kind of players had been doing organically ended up making its way onto the kit. And I think that's like a really interesting thing that people may not know. It's not like we went up to the design heaven and was like, <laughs> ah, yes, parkour, this is it. Thank you, the great fates for telling me the update it was like no we actually just looked at what a lot of you guys out there were doing and we're like that's nah, can we find a cool way for this to happen oh yeah and especially during playtest like you can really feel that as i'm playing normally adc or support i'll be standing near walls and i'm like I'm oh actually- you can feel it i'm yeah. sure you felt a lot of the assassin update uh, well i mean it's also to an intimate degree i might say i felt a lot of it to an intimate degree <laughs> as well as everyone really really enjoys targeting me and killing me the most out of anyone else in playtests that is true uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you should you should come to some of ours. It's probably because your name is dumb. <laughs> you literally had to. Ca- I I feel so bad. Kristen messaged me. She was like, "How the hell are we gonna write his name?" And I was like, "I don't know." Message him. No Wait. one keeps track of how many me's it is. Okay. You had to look at your own hand when you were counting. Just write it down. meme meme. It's so much easier. It's me, no. me 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 me. <laughs> Anyways, I I I want to ask kind of a, an open ended question here. And Andre, please kick us off. This is. The assassins, you know, are, you know, we're adding a lot of counterplay for a lot of them, right? We're like, hey, killing people is cool. Stalking people is cool. Well, not oh, in game, not in real life. Don't do right, that. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, uh, yeah, neither of these things actually. Oh, my God. They're bad role Whoa, models. Oh, you went to stalking first. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, it, it's like what they do in their gameplay feels pretty essential, right? Like when we have someone that can just knock down a priority target, but we are adding a lot of elements that are kind of like, oh, here's, you know, Talon's got a lot of delays now on sort of his stuff, you know, uh, you know, Katarina can't just omnidirectionally leap, right? She, you know, you're kind of going to be able to see where she's going a lot of the time. Uh, how do you feel about the claims that some people are making that these assassins feel like less of what an assassin is in their mind because they're like, oh no, it's if I don't leap on someone and kill them, I'm not doing the job of an assassin. Yeah. So we still want assassins as the guys you go to to take out a priority target. You know, sort of safety valve on ADCs running running out of control, that sort of thing. At the same time, though, we want players to have a chance to to respond to that, basically. You know, get off a spell or two potentially, rather than oh, and I was gone in a quarter second when Rengar got on me. Yeah. Um, finding that sort of sweet spot between. They can't take them out quick enough. You know, the rest of the team just mobs them or whatever. Versus nobody ever gets to respond is what we're aiming for here. We think that's somewhere around the sort of the, the one second, maybe a bit longer sort of kill times we've got on those reworks. Yeah. Um, it's possible we're wrong on that and might need to sort of tighten that up a little bit. 
give them a, a, a bit of that speed back, we'll say. Um, yeah, I think that's... Oh, one other thing, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, it's also possible, and I'm mentioning this because I've seen a bunch of people bring it up, and I think it's really legitimate as a concern. Maybe we'll see other characters actually just be better at doing that than assassins. You know, burst mages or some of the fighters with really offensive builds. Um, if so, that could again be an argument for either, hey, we need to speed assassins up a bit, or maybe some of our burst mages are actually just a bit out of line here. <laughs> yeah. Is it cool that Annie or Syndra or whoever hits you that hard? We'll see. That's true. I, you know, and, and honestly, I wish I could talk to the designer of Syndra. I wish he could sit right across from me and just answer for his crimes against humanity. But I think his name was lost to the ages. I don't, I don't know that we actually know where you he play Kazakhs. Come I on, <laughs> he's gonna, right. he's gonna be the strong one. Right. This. What's wrong with Kazakhs? Come on, what are you doing? Here? Yeah, well, yeah, we're we're some Kazakhs players over here. No, no, no. no but I, I digress. I, I think you bring up a really good point because you know I, I mentioned Syndra because you know the 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 topic of the day around here you know kind of has been a lot of these characters that are still going to be able to do their jobs better, right? You know, some people look at it and they're like, oh, that's so awesome. I can't wait to play with this mechanic. And some people are like, oh, I'm just going to play Diana. You know, it's like, I'm going to go to the next lowest counterplay common denominator and I'm going to just try to kind of blow you up. But I think uh, you brought up a good point earlier in the cast to kind of resurrect here, which is, um, you know, we we do patch quite frequently this game, League of Legends. We do. Uh, and and I, I always get the sense that and I don't fault players for this at all, but I kind of get the sense that, you know, because we hype up preseason as like a patch, one update, it's happening. Oh, my God. You know, we, we're not really telling them it's like, and also it's always broken and the next patch, it gets better. And the next one, it gets kind of better. Right. You know, it's like Thunderlords on release was like a garbage mastery and then it was the best and then it was just OK. Right. Like, mm -hmm. I, I think. I think what you said about tightening the the delays, I think, makes quite a lot of sense, and and you know, hopefully, a lot of people get to feel that, right? Because you know, I I'm excited to play Talon. When I played him, I had mixed success. I felt like, oh, maybe maybe Rake does need to come down in its thing. But then I was like, oh, then we'll just do that. Like if that needs to happen. Yeah, oh I I think you're right that our communication makes preseason sometimes a bit too much of a it drops today sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Whereas from my perspective, it's more, okay, for the next six weeks. Yeah, it's like... You know, or whatever it is. Balance, is. balance is going to be a bit off. There'll be some characters that are over or under-tuned, some items that need some work. Maybe some systems like plants we have to adjust. But long-term, it'll be good for the game. And, you know, this is sort of our period of... Uh, of improving, of learning, of, of, of experimenting a bit even. Yeah, I, I think that's, I mean, that's kind of the point, I think, to take away mm -hmm. here, right? Is I feel like every, there has never been a preseason that um, did not release some really insane stuff into the game. There was like Skirmisher, Saber, Warwick, Lady killing people through like Guardian Angel. There was like Cleavers, right? Like that's like the original gangster, like. Uh, Targon's first week. What? Targon's yeah. first week. Oh my God, double Targon's? Double melee top. Yeah. Everyone else was like, oh, God, we got to fix double Targons. Oh. And, and certainly T's just like, do we? <laughs> you know, as, as, as I, 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 say, I do actually miss that a bit. Yeah, yeah. But I, uh, so, so, uh, Joe, as a player of League of Legends, what are you most excited to do when the patch hits? Uh, we kind of already alluded to it. Uh, Kha'Zix is looking is it, pretty is good. It? Hey, it was Kha'Zix. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, I'm... I am always just excited about preseason. I'm the sort of player that loves when the game is super unsolved and kind of chaotic and people are just trying out all the crazy things. Um, I I look forward to people showing us what's actually cool and crazy about preseason. This is like my favorite time of year. It just happens to coincide with the holiday season, which is wonderful. But like 
this, this is literally my Christmas. This is where I get to see people <laughs> like going nuts and showing me how the craziest things in our game are going to work. And we get to learn from that and expand it and make it better. And it's, yeah, the, the most exciting part for me is, is seeing what players are about to do. John, same same question. What are you what are you most excited to do in League of Legends after the patch comes out? Uh, I'm going to be playing a lot of Katarina because even internally, after playing her in many playtests, I still feel like that is something I have not solved and won't solve for a very long time. Um, and I'm also really, really, really excited for Blast Cones. Like some of my highest moments in playtests recently have been around those things, and multiple callouts have been made to me doing some really good plays with them. So I can't wait to see what I get to do with those, as well as, like Joe was saying, whenever any of the class updates ship, we sit around for days with our second monitor being just streams of players playing these characters. Yeah. And seeing how they use the these champions in ways that we didn't think of is going to be, like, the coolest thing ever. Watching people get excited, watching them do a thing that we didn't want them to do. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's always a really tense time, right? Because because I'm you know uh, when 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 Cled came out, Ian, one one of my closest friends, is like on his stream. You know, he's he's watching Dire stream, and and you know people are like, "How's he doing?" It's like oh, he's, he's feeding. It's, uh, no, he'll you know w- try the next one, and it's like, okay, well you know now this guy's streaming. Everyone go to that stream, and then everyone goes and watches this one, and then and then there's always like uh, you know, oh god. Someone's building this character full tank, and everyone like takes a deep breath. They're like, "Oh no!" And then they're like, "It's not very good." It's like, "Yes, awesome, great." You know, I, I think Joe, I I, I want to highlight something that you said, which is like, we don't have all the answers. You know, I think, and I think, you know, uh, anyone in the whole world could sit across from Andre Van Roon like I'm doing right now and be like, "Why do you want to do this? Why do you think this is good for the game?" And he will have those answers, but. None I'll have of us, theories and beliefs. Yeah, you have theories and beliefs. Well, I know, but Frankly, but, but what I'm saying you don't is get that certainties. Yeah, yeah, when it comes to like, how do we think this is going to play out in a couple months? We don't know, and I think that's the exciting part. I, I like to think of you know the developers uh, uh, here, kind of. We're just making a big old soup. You know, we're just like, hey, do we think this will be good? Put it in there, right? And it's like, oh, did it taste bad? <laughs> Quick, take it out, right? It's like, <laughs> cut it up a little more. You know, do do something else. And and I think you know, players really are teachers uh to us in that in that kind of sense and and we just have to make sure that the things that that we're releasing are going to allow them to kind of come up with the really fun stuff yeah i mean we're i am never against us having uh cinder hulks where we're like oh oh god half a system was missing uh (laughs) throw something in that we know is going to do its job better right like we're we're going to have a huge range of small and big adjustments to make um you know, hopefully they're always providing a fun experience even while things are off. But, I mean, we have a lot of hypotheses. We have a lot of things we think are going to do awesome things. Uh, but we also know that a lot of the work is doing the follow-up to make them work. Uh, we don't just wipe our hands and, like, cool, preseason's yeah. done, Shipped right? Shipped it. Yeah. Going on to the next one. I'm sure everyone likes everything. Yeah, that's yeah. just not a thing. I have tons of people coming up to me like, aren't you so excited to be done with Assassins? I'm like, my next month and a half is Assassins. This is not <laughs> going away. Done? Yeah. Question yeah. mark? Is that is that done? Uh, Andre, we had a lot of stuff, and, and some stuff that we won't talk about because it's, it's unannounced territory, but we had a lot of stuff heading into this preseason. Um... You know, I, I think there's a good amount of confidence that that it's going to be good overall for the game. There are going to be those kinks. Um, where do you see 
you know, looking at the next six months to a year for league, where do you think the things we didn't move, or, or, or what do you, what do you, what work do you think is still left to do that's pressing in your mind that preseason isn't tackling? Uh, I think we're just finished. Oh, yeah. we're just <laughs> oh, completely shit. done. Oh, shit, yeah. we can just oh, I get to retire. Yeah. Sean, yeah. did you hear that? Apparently, we're you know we're finished with League of Legends. You can yeah. take okay. a vacation. Uh, more seriously, so there's a lot of stuff we'd like to work on. I think some of the biggest ones for next year. We've probably got a lot of work to do on supports. Um, yeah, it's a. I think it's a really cool role. I play more support than anything else myself. But it's not one that enough people are drawn to. Hmm. Um, or that, meaning that we either sort of force people into it yeah, through autofill or giving them their secondary more often than they'd like. Um, or we end up with long queue times. I think there's a lot of potential there to make a, a, a better experience while keeping what works about support right now. So that's probably one of the single biggest ones. Um, we've also got... Yeah, we're generally not too happy with runes at this point either. Yeah, they're a, a bit of a barrier to players, you know, trying out new champions or to new players getting into the game in general. And there's not that much interesting choice in them. So I think sometime next year we'll want to do some work on those as well. Yeah, I think um, I used to think runes were so cool, man. I used to be like, oh man, I'm going to have different rune builds for every character. And then... It, it feels like a lot of our characters, you know, they fall into one of two buckets. It's either like, ah, your runes don't actually matter that much on this guy. You can kind of take whatever. Or there are, like, really specific characters where it's like, oh, do you not have movement speed for Rise or Brand? Sorry. You know, it's like, yeah, I think, you're going to win. the promise this. of the system is actually pretty cool. You know, customized to your play style, what matters to you, what are you good at using. But that we don't really deliver that particularly well. Yeah. Do you think, um, you know, not, not, to, not to press you on it here, but, like, how how do you feel like Keystone Masteries, you know, because we have a couple updates coming to them, you know, uh, what Strength of the Ages is leaving because, oh my God, that mastery, um, <laughs> you know, it's, if you really want to know more, read the patch notes, do something, uh, you know, how how do you feel like they've held up? You know, I, I feel like I've, I've checked in with you like a hundred times this year. I'm like, Andre, you're on a new podcast. I'm going to ask you about Masteries. Do you think that they are, you know, doing better than runes, significantly better than runes, worse? Like, how do, you, how do you think they feel on the player customization fantasy? Uh, I think they're noticeably better than runes, um, particularly in terms of, you know, how appreciable their power is in-game and that some of them at least do have some good gameplay going on. Um, it's still a pretty limited system, though, in terms of the, the amount of space we have in the trees and the different roles we're trying to serve. So I could also see us wanting to do some, some further work on masteries at some point. Um, some of them are either, the keystones especially, are either really unfelt or, or mandatory, or occasionally just, you know, overpowered. We're all three. True. <laughs> so, uh, I want to, this This is, you know, we're kind of winding down. I feel like, do you, do you guys feel like there's anything we missed? I feel like, what, we talked about plants, we talked a little bit about the jungle thing, we spent some time with assassins. I feel like, you know, we kind of kind of hopped around in a lot of different areas. Uh, um, actually, there's one assassin thing I wanted ooh. to touch on a bit that you alluded to earlier. Go for it. Um, one other thing we did explore for preseason was the idea of a uh, an objective uh, designed to be particularly you know, appealing and attractive to burst champions, you know, like assassins or, or burst mages or whatever, um, so that those champions had ways to succeed that wasn't just, I killed that dude an awful lot of times. Yeah, you're like, I want an assassin so I can do the objective or take yeah, control or of the Or at thing. the very least, as an assassin, I can kill these people or I can take some of that stuff yeah. and I have multiple ways to be useful. We didn't hit on anything we, we thought was good there, or at least not good enough yet. But I think we'll probably want to re-explore that space in some regard, whether that's an objective assassins are good at, um, items that encourage sort of a mixture of some killing and some existing objective taking or teamwork, or, or some other solution again. 
I think there'll be some follow-up work there, though, to, to build on the assassin stuff we're doing here already, to take that a bit further. Yeah, I think, uh, I, I think you know, early on, you know, John, when you were talking about, like, what, you know, what could we do to make them feel a little more unique and not just, you know, not just all the same, I think... Uh, you know, a lot, a lot of the team was saying like, oh, vision denial seems like a thing that they'd be good at. And that's why I, I really like Duskblade, right? Just kind of like roaming around mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, I want to go kill this guy. And then it's like, oops, you have been spotted. Like, turn back, kill that thing and try again later, right? I think, you know, I, personally, I would like to see that played up a little bit more. You know, like it would be sweet if, if you know, th then I think it makes the whole faker kills the support all the time isn't just because it's like, oh, well, that's the lowest health character on the team. It's like, oh, there's like an intention between like one provides vision, one fights off vision. Uh, I want to ask uh, each of you in a row, and then I'll get to, to kind of my special thing here. As we're wrapping up, I want you to make one prediction about about something that will happen after the release of preseason. Just one, any one prediction uh, about, about what's going to happen. And uh, uh, while you're thinking about it, I have an email uh, here sent by Joe Lansford, uh, some of you may have seen it. The the man wolf axe boss himself, uh, <laughs> who started. I, I think some of these are awesome, and and I want to revisit them in in maybe a future podcast and go over the list. Um, John, do you have anything to to kick us off here? Um, One prediction about preseason. One at all. Oh wow! Someone that. We didn't expect to become a jungler in the assassin update. We'll become a jungler. Yeah. What one of the ten characters yes. that is not a jungler will be a jungler. That is that is a good prediction. That's yeah. a fair prediction. I didn't I haven't figured out which one this class update, but last time I just looked at uh decaf and went, Malzahar, you you've done it. Malzahar is now a jungler. Yeah, he was like, What are you talking about? And then yeah. he was like, Oh my god. All right. All right, Joe, prediction. Uh the most broken thing will be something we didn't even talk about. So, okay, <laughs> awesome. All right, that is a great one because or touch. Yeah, now you're gonna make me. Oh, oh that might even be better. Oh, so, so, something that's not even in the patch notes. Maybe, maybe might be a support item. I don't know. Or like, new. We didn't talk. Well, if I talk about it now, does it still count? No, no, no. Oh, no, no. If no, you no. talk yeah, about it yeah, at yeah. this point, it doesn't count. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. We're gonna stop. Andre, give me a prediction. Give me a hot uh, take. That we see some really cool, but. Ultimately, kind of bullshit feeling stuff out of Kazix. I <laughs> <laughs> have to tone it down a bit. <laughs> All right, I'm I, sensing. I'm I love those evolution changes, yeah. but I think we might be slightly too far. All right, if so, for for like the other three Kazix players that are listening to this, their their ears just perked up. Hey, there are like, dozens <laughs> of them. Let's get something. Uh, so. So okay, so I'm gonna go through the list of of Man Wolf's predictions because he because he's not here to do it himself. And then you know when we do a follow up or a check in or something like this, I'll, I'll print him out and we can see how we did. Um, uh, Edge of Night will be the highest win rate assassin item, but Duskblade will be the most purchased. Uh, there will be a near-perfect correlation with Poacher's Dirk purchases and giving first blood in the enemy jungle. <laughs> that one seems pretty likely. Yeah, yeah. I like that one a lot. Uh, yeah. Uh, Zerat Portal's win rates will be in the high fifties. Uh, sounds like sounds it's like I'm accurate. Yeah, it sounds like I'm reading off the weather. Uh, <laughs> Redemption will see this. Will see the same purchase rate as Ardent Sensor in season six within a month. Oh. Um, then uh, Fizz will be at eighty percent pick ban within a week. Ramus is ready for a comeback. Talon <laughs> will be a jungler. So Joe, Joe makes the call for Talon. Uh, Akali will build tank again. Uh, Pantheon will, won't see a huge play spike, but his win rate will mysteriously increase by about 3%. Uh, and, uh, Wukong players will all be in Challenger. <laughs> that, that is, there's, there's a list of the sage, the, the prophet, Manwolf himself, 
uh, and we will kind of check back in on those. So, so uh, Andre, I kind of want to let you, you know, hand the floor over to you and say, you know, is there anything that you want to say to players as as they are kind of in preseason? I think I think at this point, right, they've they've been knee deep in it. So, if it truly is the apocalypse, no one will ever hear it. So, so we'll be good to go. But but you know, <laughs> kind of give us a last hit. Kind of give us an outro here, overview of preseason, what you want players to feel, and and you know, kind of how you think it'll shake out. Yeah. Uh- to us, preseason is our chance to improve the game for the long term. It'll be a bit rocky, but experimental. Hopefully that'll be pretty fun as well. Please, you know, keep giving us feedback. Tell us what's working, what's confusing, what's just failing. You know, we want to you know, work on this stuff over the next couple of months especially. Yeah, I think the feedback point is so important. Everyone is like... You know, they just decided on it and they'll they'll never change it, right? Like that is you hear some voices who are that and then I like look over to game systems and like every couple hours there's a new iteration on plants. They're like, let's try this. <laughs> let's let's address this player concern. You know, people really are listening out here. So if you guys do give us the feedback, I mean what the the you know, what we already talked about replays and 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 practice tool and you know, crushing all the other memes. So so make a couple more for us to get around to and, and hopefully it won't take us a year too long. But anyways, that is gonna be it to us. Thank you to Joe on Andre, and I guess thank you to John for for coming by uh, and spending some of your time. We are going to go uh, continue to freak out and make sure that everything is as bug-free as we can. Uh, If uh, those of you out there liked this podcast, share it with your mom. Share it with your grandma. Uh, You know, like, comment, and subscribe, et cetera, et cetera, on wherever it is that you're reading this. Uh, You know, send uh, send really rude emails to, to John Gosicki. Uh, I'm sure if you Google it, you'll find something to to reach him at. Uh, but yeah, we will see you guys next time. Probably, I think, with a champion release or a champion update release, I think, is probably next before we do a midseason. I think that's fair to say. Uh, I really hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye forever. Bye.